If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I wanna make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pulled back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3X increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from 8,000 per month, for example, to 20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Quantum Revenue Expansion, where we keep you motivated, inspired, and thinking big. Up-leveling into quantum revenue is a choice that we can all make in any moment and then continue to make that choice to stay in that space each day. On this podcast, Ursula will share revenue growth strategies to reach your next level and introduce you to CEOs just like you who are making it happen. What's your next quantum leap going to be? See it, own it, and take that first step. If this is you, then Ursula wants to invite you to join us at the next 2X Intensive now. Go to salescoachnow.com slash apply. You're listening to Quantum Revenue Expansion with your host, Ursula Menchez. Let's go. Welcome back to Quantum Revenue Expansion, the podcast where you can turn your annual income into your monthly income. Super excited because today I have Jill McNamee here and we're going to talk about connections plus community creates a multiple seven-figure real estate business. How cool does that sound? And just insert whatever business name you have there, whatever kind of business you have, because what we're going to talk about today is going to improve any area of your business you're working on right now. With that, I want to say hi to Jill. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. We've been wanting to make this happen for a while. So here we are. And before we came on, we were chatting a lot. We're like, we better get this recording started. So today is going to be like, we're hanging out at Starbucks and having a, a conversation. You guys get to listen in. So definitely grab your pen and paper so you can take some notes. If you haven't yet, go to the new website, go to UrsulaInc.co. I made this super easy. On the homepage, you can register for Quantum Revenue Expansion, the masterclass. It's about a $997 value because I've heard from clients who've taken it. They love it. They're getting so much out of it. It is free for you. And I talk about three things. It's a three-part course. The first part of the course, I talk about how to create your new quantum revenue container. And that's all about you know, do I want to 2X or 10X my sales? And we work on your monthly goal instead of your annual goal. Because when I say annual goal, a lot of times it feels, it feels too big or I can't quite get there. But a lot of people can say, I want to 2X my revenue and here's what I, it'll look like, or I want a 3X. So we start with your quantum revenue container. Then we talk about how to up-level your pricing, your packages, and your marketing. 
especially us ladies, typically we're underpriced. So we talk about how to take that to the next level. And the third part of the class, I talk about how to collapse time and reach your quantum goal even faster. And collapsing time is all about adding team systems and process. So it's less of you doing it and more of team so you can grow even faster. Also, we've been having so much fun at the 2X Intensive. If you haven't joined us yet and you want to learn more, you can go to UrsulaInc.co forward slash apply, send us your information. We'll get you all the details about the 2X Intensive. And with that, let me tell you about Jill. Jill McNamee is a licensed, she's a licensed realtor, realtor, not realtor, realtor. Let me say it correctly, realtor. I used to own and run a real, real estate company for a while. And my husband used to always correct me, realtor. Licensed in Wisconsin and Minnesota, Jill is committed to the profession. The profession and that she is. Jill started her real estate career in 2008 after completing 18 years in marketing and four years owning a retail store in Hudson. This is where Jill developed strong ties and a passion for the Hudson community. Her exceptional customer service, communication, strong work ethic, and knowledge of the business make for an unbeatable combination, enabling her to help people realize their dreams. And I've just loved getting to know you, Jill, being part of your communities, hanging out at your events, um, just seeing you, um, just seeing how you connect with the people around you and how you help people is amazing. So I just want to say, I'm so glad to know you and let's dive in. Just tell us about your story. You had, you had a, a retail store, which led to your real estate career. Let's start there. Tell us about you. Yeah. Um, well for, oh gosh, like 16 years, I worked for a marketing agency in Edina and for about nine of those years, I drove from Hudson, Wisconsin to Edina, Minnesota, which is about an hour each way. Um, and so after about 16 years, I left the marketing company and actually opened a scrapbook store back in the day when scrapbooking was a big thing. Um, and I did that for about four years and my kids were still in school. It was a really tough time for my family. But the part that I realized during that time was the community piece of it. Like my store was like cheers. People came in every day and I knew all their names. And what I loved about it was getting to know their families. You know, um, they became my friends. Many of them became friends that I still have today. Uh, after I closed my store, I ended up going back to the marketing company for uh, about a year. Uh, and during that time, I kind of felt like I was going backwards in my life. And I'm like, there's got to be something out there where I can, you know, still be connected to the Hudson community, the part that I loved, yeah. but create an income for myself. Because let's face it, selling stickers in a scrapbook store just wasn't, it wasn't working for me. And it was it was really hard. Honestly, it was hard work. Retail is just not, not the funnest. So anyway, that kind of catapulted me into real estate. My, my whole family, actually, my dad for, was in real estate for many years. He actually owned Century 21 in, uh, in the five-state region uh, back in the 80s, in like 1983. And uh, so I was very familiar with real estate. I have a sister that had gotten in the business about two, I think two or three years prior to me getting into the business. And I think I kind of looked at her and I thought, well, if she can do it and, you know, our father had done it for many years, although he didn't really sell, he was more um, in the business side of things. But anyway, that was sort of what led me down the path of real estate. And, and again, still to this day, like the favorite part of the, the, 
my favorite part is the whole connection and community and just um, the relational part of it, you know? So, um, so that's sort of my, my stumble into real estate. And that was back in 2008 when, you know, the market was, <laughs> was not good. People were like, you're doing what? You're getting a real estate license like right now in 2008? Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I think in the big beginning, my friends and family were waiting for me to fail. And my success came from wanting to prove them wrong. Wow. Yeah. Because that, everyone thought I was insane. Like I, I got the confused look talking to everyone because honestly, you know, in 2008, again, our real estate population went from, you know, probably 25% of realtors got out of the business in 2008. And you were coming in. I remember I that because in. that's when we lost all of our real estate in California. Yeah. <laughs> that now. And it was also a time when um, we had ownership in a real estate company and lost a lot of money there. I can laugh about that now too, because we learned a lot of great lessons. Here's what's interesting though. Let's talk about this. So you came into real estate at a time when everyone else was running out and things yes. were tanking. And I'm curious about like we were talking about this on the front end before we got the before the before conversation, right? On how, you know, the perception is the real estate market is hot right now and it, it is hot, but that doesn't mean it's great for realtors. And so how do you think starting in real estate in 2008 has served you during this current time of real estate when unbeknownst to a lot of people, a lot of realtors are leaving the market? Well, I do think, um, you know, had I started in a different time that was easier you know, I may be at the level of success that I'm at right now, but I do think um, starting in a time when it was super hard yeah. has made me a really strong agent today. And I know I can, I can get through any market. Like yeah. we said earlier, you know, there's agents right now who are dropping out because, you know, we're doing our job for a buyer eight times before we get offers accepted. And, um, I just know, you know, I got through COVID, you know, when COVID first started, I'm like, okay, I need to just double down on what I was already doing. Right. Nothing's changing. I mean, people are still going to need to buy and sell no matter what market you're in. You know, it doesn't matter if it's a seasonal market, if, uh, you know, again, if 2008 happens again, there's still going to be people out there. There's just maybe going to be less of them. So right. I need to work all that much harder to find the, the motivated um, so I do think that the time that I started, it taught me at a really early age that if I just sat back and waited for my phone to ring, my family would have starved. Right. You know, cause this, when I started, you know, my family was counting on my income. Right. So it was kind of like, there was that pressure too, to know that, okay, honestly, like my kids and my husband are counting on me to be successful. And, uh, it was part of what drove me to you know, make it work in a time that was difficult. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's a great point. There was no backup plan. Yeah. No, no plan B. Plan. And that actually serves a lot of us really well. And that's mm -hmm. when you know you really want something when you're passionate about it. So, so Joe, was there a time, I'm sure there was, like just thinking back, you know, leaving the scrapbooking business, which you said, not a lot of money was made there. Sounds like a lot of great relationships were built though, yeah. which relationships are currency in my opinion. And yeah. if you don't have them, it's really hard to grow your business. So you did take that, you did take the relationships, the connections you've built, the presence you had in the community, you took that into real estate, and then you've grown a very successful seven figure business. So 
was there a moment when your annual income became your monthly income for the first time? Yeah, yeah. So um, it's interesting that you asked me that because I don't know if, how familiar you are with the. Um, uh, it's either it, the main definite purpose statement. It either came from T. Harv Eker's Secrets of the Millionaire Mind book, or yeah. or um, Napoleon Hill. I can't remember right. which book. But anyway, I have my main definite purpose statement that I basically write in present tense. And I found one from 2012. It is December 2012. And I am so happy and grateful now that I'm receiving $15,000 per month by closing four deals every month consistently. And then 2017 went from that to 100,000 per month with 15 closings a month. So, you know, for me, it really happened when I started growing my team, you know, because one person when you're a realtor, you kind of cap out at like 30 deals a year. And, you know, at that point, you're working, you know, 100 hours a week, and life is not fun for you. Right. So when I started adding leverage and um, building a team, you know, our production really is based on how many team members I have selling or actually on my team. Like, um, I, I figure I'm going to get 20 units a year per person. Okay. So if I have five people on my team, I can do the math and, and that's about where I'm going to end up for the year, depending on. So it's a good gauge for me to know, like if I need to make a hire or something like that. So, um, yeah. So I would say I started building a team. I think it was right around, um, right around 2012 when my son joined my business. Yeah, my adult son joined my business and he's been with me since then. Which is amazing. So, so many things I want to unpack there. One of the things we talk about in quantum revenue expansion, the masterclass, as well as the Twix intensive is the importance of add, growing your team, right? And adding systems and process because you can't do it all. And, and why would you want to, right? What I'm curious about, so we can talk about that too, but I'm curious, like when you, you mentioned with the scrapbooking business, like it was like not a lot of money coming in. You went 2008, you become a realtor and your family's depending on you, right? Your family, like they're, they're depending on you. So, and I love that you shared the, I am so happy and grateful now statements. If, if for those of you listening, if you didn't write that down, like, I know this is one of the, this is one of the greatest tips of all time. It's one of the things I do as well. And it's been taught to us by generations before us. I am so happy and grateful now that and putting in what it is that you're creating, maybe your quantum revenue goal or whatever it is. So when you started to reach those higher levels, Jill, what changed for you personally and professionally? Like what, what was different? Um, oh, geez. Uh, well, I had to understand the leverage piece, you yeah, know, talk about that. a lot of, I feel like a lot of people look at, you know, when you talk about, um, you know, adding leverage to your business in the form of a human being, people think of it as an expense and it's not really, I mean, it is an expense, but it's an expense that uh, on the back end or the front end, you should get, you know, you should get more, um, more benefit and, you know, it's, it's going to lead to higher product for me, higher production, more sales, that sort of thing. So that for me in the very beginning was somewhat difficult to comprehend. Yeah. And once I saw it in action, I understood it. 
and then I was leaning into it versus kind of running the other way. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think that is probably one mindset. Um, the other thing that I think uh, is, is important is the whole re- raising your financial thermostat. You know, my financial thermostat in 2012 was 15,000 a month. Do you know what I mean? Like, so in my mind, I was thinking, oh, if I could only have consistency of four deals a month and 15,000 a month, like, but at that time when I wasn't having consistency, it seemed like a lot to me. Right. So what I should have done back then is put a hundred thousand dollars on my card. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, yeah, I want to talk about this because you're calling it, you called it, um, which I love financial thermostat, financial thermostat. In this community, we'd say a lot like income ceiling, you know, breaking through the income ceiling to get to the next level. So what are your top two tips to raise your financial thermostat? Oh, well, usually once or twice a year, I do this exercise that I learned, um, through one of my coaches and it's called the checkbook exercise. So you basically start with like a thousand dollars deposited into your checking account and you do it on just a piece of notebook paper and you, you buy something and what you're buying, it can't be like going back to your business. This has to be something that, um, that you want in your life, like an investment property, like another investment property or whatever. If you want to buy a car, it's supposed to be like kind of frivolous stuff. So anyway, you do the, the exercise and each time you spend the money. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to spend the thousand dollars on, you know, a house cleaner for the next six months or whatever, if I don't have a house cleaner, then you double that thousand and you deposit 2000, then you spend it, then you deposit 4,000, then you write down what you're going to spend the 4,000 on then you double it to eight. So you're compounding it. And what it does for you, though, is it, re- it makes you realize, like, what could you do with the money? Because yeah. at some point, you have so much money that you don't even know how to spend it. You know, and, and at the end, um, for me, it's like, one of my uh, passions is rescue animals. And um, I, I support Gregory's Gift of Hope in New Richmond you know, financially with a little bit each month, but I wish like their building is falling down and, and this woman is so passionate. She wants to help. So I would love to buy them a building. So each time that I do that exercise, I have on there, I'm going to spend my million dollars on buying them a building in New Richmond for the animals. I'm going to build them a new building. But if you don't like put that in your brain as like, that's something that I could do with this, you know, ungodly exorbitant amount of money like you're it's like the Florida thing and manifesting it like you talked about on your last one of your last podcasts it's like if you don't manifest it and put it out there to the world that here's what your plan is the universe is not going to pick it up right so this checkbook exercise I believe for me like it helps me realize someday I am going to have a house in Florida I'm going to have 10 houses in Florida because that's my plan Do you know what I mean? Yes. But if you don't put it out there, it's not going to, it's not going to happen. 
So walk me, this is cool. I don't think I've heard it done in this way before the checkbook exercise. So you're, you're actually, you're not actually spending the money, but you're spending the money on paper. Yes. Right. And do you do this every day? So the first day is a thousand is the second day, 2000 and you just keep doubling it for 30 days or how long? Just till, till, I mean, eventually, like when you have like a hundred thousand dollars and you're doubling it every day, pretty soon you're going to have so much that you can't spend. So I usually do it for, yeah, for about 30 days. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And just someone put some rails around it for everybody. So do that for 30 days. And then you, you, um, you just imagine what you could spend it with to, to really yep. expand what you can allow in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And good. And I love that. So I'm just making notes. This is good for everyone to, to do this. And you mentioned the Florida property. So let's talk about that. And I did, I did a whole show on. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Process and and thanks for the plug, it. by the way. What's that? Thanks for the plug. I, here's the thing. I believe in giving credit where credit is due. I take no credit for my journey. It's like, I've had so many people who've shown up to, to help me. Here's what I do though. And this is what you're talking about too, Jill. I am willing to claim what I want. Mm-hmm. And most people aren't. And there was a time I wasn't. And I know it's one of the reasons I'm on the planet is and I, believe me, like there's so many other things I want to claim yet. Let's be clear. Like I'm nowhere near where I want to be. This is growth for me, but, but I'm willing to say out loud what I want. I'm willing to write it on paper. And I'm also doing it. I've done it publicly. I've written in my books. Like my, like everybody knows what my goals are, which some people would say, you shouldn't tell anybody, but I'm like, you know what? You like put it out there, claim it. Like you were saying. And so one of the things I claimed was that we, we talked about it in COVID gave us lots of time being in the time of the pandemic and being on lockdown where my husband and I were like, you know, are we really living all of our dreams? No. And when we left California, after the great recession, Jill, we just, we were talking about the great recession, recession in California. Like we lost our shorts on it. Like we were, we were set. And then the next day we were not set. And I remember, I can remember we laughed. We were, Tim and I had this conversation, talk about humbling and being brought to our knees. We had a property that um, we could have sold and made about 400,000 on. And we were like, no, like we're going to make more on this. Okay. I know. Look at your oh, face. Right. No. And I mean, okay, we learned a lot of lessons and we can laugh about this now. So it was like one day we were set and the next day we weren't. And it totally forced us to get back back on our path. And a child was trying to be born. Luca was trying to come into the world, but Luca had us wanting to be in Minnesota. Like there's so, there's so many God moments in our journey, just like everyone's journey and so many stories on that. All that to say though, like, when we moved back to Minnesota, we had the long drive back and we said two things. If we're going to live in Minnesota, because it wasn't our first choice, but we have family here. We're going to live on a lake and we're going to buy a home in Florida. And we had no idea how those things were going to happen because if you've ever lost everything, we didn't file bankruptcy. We did decide to pay everyone back. Not against bankruptcy. It just was what we decided because for us, it was just an expensive payment plan. (laughs) So like, you know, let's just pay all our investors back and figure it out. And that's what we did. But we said those two things at a time when we couldn't have, we didn't have credit, like everything was destroyed, right? And now I look out my window, I'm in my home office today. We live on a lake because of you. We, you know, found the perfect house in Florida and we want more houses in Florida. So I'm putting that so you can let me know what else is out there. I know you're looking as well. So uh, it wouldn't have happened though, if I didn't write it down and I didn't claim it. Right. And I remember this, Jill, like the moment, like I had written it down on my checkbox list. Cause that's what I do. I write my goals in present tense with a checkbox. That's what I talk about in the belief zone. 
And I would say like three days later, you posted your new Airbnb in Cape Coral. And I was like, holy heck. And I Facebooked you immediately. You replied like two seconds later. And I said, Tim, like, let's just make it happen. And what was it? Like maybe, I don't know, two weeks later, not even. We had yeah. the offer on a house. I know. Perfect house that we wanted and all the things. So why are we sharing this? We're sharing this because, I mean, p- number one, manifestation requires writing it down. It requires claiming it. Like, yeah, I deserve this. I can have it. It is for me. And the third part is, this is the part that I think people miss. And I'm so glad Jill, you and I are talking about this. There's also the co-creation. We don't get there alone, mm-hmm. right? Like I needed Jill to be willing to stand up and say, I can totally help you find this home in Florida, right? Like think about all of the, the mentors, the friends, the family members, the coaches, the trainers, the books that we've read, the podcasts we've listened to, all of the things that have brought us to this moment. So I just, I just mm-hmm. want to say Thank you for being part yeah, of my journey. You're welcome. Well, I, I also feel like, because, you know, we had started talking about buying investment properties like two years prior to that. And, you know, it's our first one. And like, I'm thinking to myself, okay, I've been in real estate 14 years and I just bought my first investment property. Like, why did I wait? And, but it's scary when, yeah. you're, when you're traveling into like uncharted waters. And I think in your position, like, if it would have happened for me that way, someone I knew raised their hand and said, Hey, I did it. You know, I just did this. It would have, it maybe would have made me react sooner and actually do it because then you're like, you have that proof. Cause I, th- I feel like when you're afraid, you start looking for evidence that it's possible. You know, you, you always, I think I, yeah. you talk about that a lot. Like yeah. if you're afraid, you want to see the evidence that it's possible And when you saw the evidence in me that I had just done it, it was like, okay, we're doing it. Like it's time. What are we waiting for? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Well, I think that's a great, when couple, like when we see others doing it, we believe ourselves, whether it's a, you know, seven figure business or your first business or, you know, investing in real estate or whatever it might be. When we see proof that other, someone else did it and they did it in a way. and, And for us, honestly, like, Florida is a big state <laughs> to say, I want to have a house in Florida. It's like what? And so I also needed evidence that it would be a good investment. It was a market that was up and coming. And I knew you would have already done all the research. So it's also a hack, like find someone who already did what you want to do. And that's a hack. And that's really, that's like taking a quantum leap into another space of like, yeah, now we have a Florida, a home in Florida. We love to have another one, right? And putting that out there. So I think you're, you and I, and for everyone who's listening, we're talking about really what our manifestation process is. And, and Jill, I think you're also bringing up something too of, you know, we can feel like it's too late or like, why did I wait so long? And yet we can put that aside and just say, well, now is the right time. And now was the right time for you. Right. And more of that. That's the other thing I love to say when I see someone doing that, something I want to do, I say more of that, more of that for you, more of that for me, more of that in this, this community. Cause we're all up leveling together. Okay. I have so many questions. I want to make sure. Yeah. I want to go back. So you had this scrapbooking business, a retail business, as you said, you know, it wasn't a huge moneymaker, but you built a lot of relationships there. Mm-hmm. What was the biggest, like when you think back, the biggest myth about money and growing your business that you had to overcome to continue to expand what you've allowed in? Well, I think, um, when you think about like myths about money, 
again, I still struggle with this today because I don't really know what success means for me. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes I think about it and I go, well, you know, some people might look at my business and say, oh, she's super successful, but I don't always feel successful or confident. So I think for me, it's, um, it's realizing and maybe stopping long enough to like give myself credit for where I am. And um, I, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I always feel like I kind of had a big revelation this year too, because I'm so ultra competitive. And, and um, when I started in real estate, especially when I started growing my team, all of my mentors, all of my coaches that, you know, were from the real estate world were sort of pushing or guiding me in a direction of building this big seventh level team. And uh, so that's the direction I went. And I thought, well, this is my natural path. This is what success looks like when you're a part of Keller Williams. Well, I just sort of decided after I bought my house in Florida, I'm like, I started really re-evaluating and being like, is that really what I want? Or is what I want to be more focused and focus on my long-term plan, which is the houses in Florida? Because right now for me in real estate, when you're done selling, you're done earning, you know, I'll still have my business. So I'll be, you know, earning money from that. Zach will continue running the business, but it's not a retirement plan, you know? So I have to start planning almost for my exit. Yeah. You know, I'm 55. I don't mind saying how old I am. So I don't want to work forever. And I need to start bringing other forms of income into my life because real estate sales is when you stop selling, you stop earning. So my focus right now has almost shifted from, you know, having that big seventh level team and selling, you know, I don't know, 400 homes a year or whatever. I don't need that anymore. Like, I don't even think I want that anymore. Yeah. What I want is stability and enough money every year to at least buy one property. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I have my plan. I've done the math backwards. And if I can buy nine or 10 properties, that will re replace my current income, you know, based on what we have coming in on our, our rental right now. So that's kind of my focus has shifted from, you know, I don't need to be number one. Mm -hmm. And, you know, being a highly competitive person that I am, it's kind of hard for me to say those words. And I don't, I don't know why that is, but I honestly, my focus now is on building my passive income and my wealth for my yeah. future. I think that's brilliant. And I think there's a lot of freedom in being able to let go of what we thought we wanted mm -hmm. to create what we actually want. Yep. And there's joy in that too. There's joy, so much joy in, in like living the life that you want versus what you thought you wanted or what other people wanted for you. Because in our society, right, we're often taught we have to be number one. And if we're a type, we'll follow that and have to follow the certain path. And I think this is really great that you're sharing it for people on the show. Like, yeah, here's where I'm at. Here's what I want next in my career. And I'm okay with that. In fact, that's where you're going to well, find your joy. Well, and then too, it's like, the other piece of that is like, I'm, I'm still in like the top 1% of realtors in my county. And I, it's like, you don't feel, if I don't feel successful, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like that pressure I'm putting on myself. It was honestly killing me, you know? So I, I think like taking the focus off of that has really 
has really like lifted the, um, the weight off my shoulders and helped me kind of be like, okay, I can be happy with where we're at and we have a plan. And this is the first time I feel like I really have a plan mm -hmm. since I started in real estate, you know? Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And, so, and I think it's good for, this is good for all of us to hear, like choosing what we want versus mm -hmm. what we thought, what we thought we wanted. Right. So let's, let's jump to this last piece of, you know, when you think about, when you think about CEOs who are out there listening to this right now, and you think about your career journey, what's your best advice for any CEO who wants to turn their annual income into their monthly income? Well, I think sometimes you have to slow down and reevaluate your business in order to go forward. Like I do think, cause it's happened to me in the 14 years I've been in business. Sometimes you have to take a step back to go three steps forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think that that's one. I also feel like being super focused I don't know um, if your listeners have read the one thing, but it's one of my favorite books because I kind of feel like when you know what your one thing is and that's all you have to focus on, it makes life so much easier. It takes away all the background noise and you know, as long as I do my one thing every day that's going to move my business forward, everything else will just work itself out. Mm -hmm. So um, I would say, you know, find out if you don't know in your business right now, what is that one thing that you should be doing every day that's going to move your business forward, take a step back and figure out what is that thing that every day, if you do it, will just, everything else will just come naturally. Yeah. I think we all have that in our business. It's just that not everyone knows, you know, for me, it's scheduling one listing appointment a day because that's what I was going to ask. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So mine, mine's easy. Like if I'm not listing houses, there's no, in, there's no income. Like there's no, um, that is my one thing. So for me, it's setting appointments, listing appointments. You know, my goal is one a day or five a week. Um, and so that's what I track, but you know, it made it really easy because it's one thing. It's one number that I have to track. It's not, you know, 24 numbers or, you know, I'm sure I watch all the other stuff too, but you know, if I just focus on that one thing, you know, it doesn't happen every day as much as I want it to. Um, some it's days. Intention and focus is, so you know, it is happening. Yeah. And that was right. Was that Gary Keller who wrote that? Yes. Yeah, so Gary yeah. Keller and Jay Papazan. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, it's a great book. If you, haven't, yeah. if you haven't read it out there, it's a, it's a really great book to focus on. Yeah. Um, Amazing. So yeah. So focus on the one thing. I think that that really brings it home. And I know you mentioned, you've mentioned a few books. I know you're an avid reader. You yeah. listen to a lot of podcasts. Is there any other book or anything else um, that you'd like to share with our listeners before we wrap up today? Well, I think... Um, one of my favorites that was a recent one um, was Keith Cunningham's The Road Less Stupid. Because oh, of, I haven't read that yet. Okay, oh my, tell, tell us. Amazing. And he talks about like thinking time and having thinking time. So going back to your CEO question, yeah, that would be a big one. And I don't always do that. One of the things that I struggle with is like working in my business. So not I'm because I'm working in my business, I don't have time to work on my business. And sure. um I think that, you know, 
Keith really like brings it home in his book. Like that's his one thing that he does like every week. He has time block time in his schedule for thinking time. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's a really great book and I would recommend I'm, I really geek out on the whole book thing. Like I do audible and I read the book at the same time because a lot of authors, when they're reading their own books, they put extra little nuggets in the book that you don't get if you're just reading it. Yeah. That's a really good point. Mm -hmm. I love it. All right. The road less stupid. That makes me laugh. We could all use a little more humor in our lives right now too. So, all right. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming back. No, not coming I feel like I've had, I know I feel like you're coming back because I talked about you for a whole show. So thanks for being an inspiration for a whole show and actually coming on the show. Tell us, um, and, and by the way, so a couple of things, if you're in uh, a certain area in uh, Wisconsin and Minnesota, right, we can, yeah. we can with you yep. and, or if we're looking for a house in Florida, you can refer us and support us there. So tell us a little bit about that. And also I want you to tell us about um, St. Croix Valley Girls, which I've gotten to be a part of and how people... Can yeah. As well. Yeah. So um, we have a networking group called St. Croix Valley Girls in Hudson. It meets the first Wednesday of each month during the lunch hour from 11 to 1. It's informal networking. Um, we always have amazing speakers like Ursula come and, um, you know, do an educational talk. Lots of networking. Lunch is included. $20. So if you're interested in that, um, you can find us pretty much on the website, Facebook, um, you can email me directly or, uh, or contact us. I think it's um, scvg at mcnamyteam.com for more information on that. Uh, as far as real estate, we're licensed in Minnesota and Wisconsin. Um, we cover all the way over, um, even up Menominee, Eau Claire East in Hudson. And then uh, in Minnesota, we try to stick with um, like Washington County, sort of the St. Croix River Valley area. Um, yeah. So we'd love to help you with that too. And what's the best people, way for people to reach out to you directly or where do you hang out on social media? Yeah. So you can find us on Facebook, uh, Jill McNamee on Facebook or McNamee Real Estate Team, either one. I also have an awesome women's group in Facebook. If you want to get connected to other women in the St. Croix Valley, it's called Women Business Owners of the St. Croix Valley. You can find me there. Go join our group. Um, and our website, www.mcnamieteam.com. Awesome. Jill McNamee, thanks for coming back. Yeah, I don't want to keep saying that because I feel like I've talked about you a lot and we'll keep it was super fun. I so appreciate you and you know for the hookup to Florida and all the things. So yeah. And I want to thank our listeners all over. We love hearing from you. You can email us at Ursula at UrsulaInc.co. Let us know if a certain topic spoke to you, if there's something you'd like me to talk about. And also go to the homepage and get the quantum revenue expansion masterclass to get that boost that you're looking for. That's it for now, everybody. We'll see you back here next week. Thank you for joining us today. And if you are ready to make your next quantum leap, let's do it. Ursula invites you to join us at the 2X Intensive. Go to salescoachnow.com slash apply. Don't forget to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app.